Welcome back to another episode of the Interlake Sports Now. It is hard to believe winter sports is already wrapping up quickly here in Northwest Montana. We had swimming and wrestling come to an end last weekend with the state tournament for wrestling and the state swim meet for the swimming. Self-explanatory there. Pretty crazy. It feels like we were just previewing these sports. Now we have some basketball to focus on. So today's show, I will say, is going to be mainly a prep sports-focused show. We'll really dive into that postseason wrestling action. We'll honor some of our local swimmers and our prep players of the week. A little tease there. A couple players who uh, stood out, athletes who stood out, swimmers. I don't know if you call them players, athletes, though. Definitely consider an athlete. All right. Let's dive in all that prep sports action. And as far as the Cat Grizz talk this week... I think we're going to kind of hold off till next week to really dive into the Cat Grizz basketball action. They're playing this upcoming Saturday. We'll get we'll recap that game, and then we're really going to dive into the Big Sky Conference with postseason basketball really on the horizon at the college level. So before we dive into all this prep sports action, today's episode is brought to you by Nomad, voted the Flatheads best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of the local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Visit nomadgcs.com for more info. That's nomadgcs.com for more information. Quick reminder, you can subscribe to the Daily Interlake E-Edition to get all your local news right at your fingertips. Go check out the dailyinterlake.com for more information. All right, guys, just like last week, we're going to start it out with a little bit of our prep basketball scores to break things up, and then we'll dive into all of our headlines for this week. Lots going on in the Northwest Montana sports scene. All right, Tuesday in the prep basketball world for the girls, we had Big Fork pick up a 69-22 win over Polson. and that was on the road and uh, playing up a class, so big win there for Big Fork. For the boys, Big Fork was also in action. Picking up a 58-43 to 43 win over Polson. Those were our two games on Tuesday. As for Thursday, Big Four girls were at it again with a 72-41 over Thompson Falls. Braden Gunlock to finish with 28 for the Vals. Ronan beat Columbia Falls 50-48. to 48. And on, for the boys Thursday, Columbia Falls picked up a home win versus Ronan 59-53. Allen Anderson had 19 points to lead the Wildcats, including 9 in the fourth quarter. Alright, let's dive into some headlines. Been a Great time for prep basketball, but let's little rewind here to fall sports prep football recruiting news. Let's dive into that. These were from the Interlake last week. Couple little recaps here. So starting with some Montana Western recruiting news. Bryce Gilliard, a standout tight end at Big Fork, and Caleb at Utter, a linebacker at Eureka, both signed to play football with Montana Western last week. Gilliard will play tight end. He and last year with. Big Fork, he had 14 catches, 295 yards, three touchdowns, and was all-conference, all-state, excuse me. The year before that, he helped them reach the State B Championship. Utter was a linebacker his junior year, all-state, but he missed last year with an ACL injury, so he'll be looking to bounce back. He also took had some action at quarterback as well for Eureka, so a do-it-all kind of talent. We'll see how they look to use him at Montana Western. So, also among Western signees is Canyon Sargent, who played running back and linebacker at Mission and helped them make that eight-man title game last fall. As for MSU Northern, we have another Big Fork signee here. Ethan Rodriguez, a standout two-way lineman, signed with MSU Northern. And Alec Napton, a three-sport standout at Columbia Falls, also signed with MSU Northern. 
Napton has an interesting story here. He was a 2021 Columbia Falls grad, and he's a mid-year addition for the lights at tight end and punter after joining the National Guard out of high school. As for Rodriguez, he's a 250-pounder. He's expected to play defensive line, big boy, put him up front on the line. Big Fork's defense was mean last year. They had a great D, so great addition for MSU Northern. So like that. And then Carroll College, last up. Some local recruiting news here. They brought in Columbia Falls receiver Jace Duvall and another Big Fork player, running back Joe Ferrier, who both signed their letters of intent with Carroll. Duvall was second on the pass. Happy Wildcats are receiving with 438 yards. And he was pretty big down the stretch. I watched him a few times. Kid could definitely play. And Ferrier, I had good fortune watching him play a couple times as well. Runs hard. Was a good defender, I believe, as well. But heck of a running back talent. Good gift for Carroll College. Last year, he had 874 rushing yards for the Vikings and 16 touchdowns. So definitely has some solid numbers, and he'll be joining former Big Four grads Logan Gilliard and Cormac Ben on the Saints roster. So always good to see our local athletes continuing that football journey at the next level. Kudos to them for their hard work and their accomplishments in the classroom and on the field because it is not easy to bounce the books, get that scholarship, keep that athletic career going because – you got to do all the academic stuff as well. That's the part of it we, we don't always see in the sports world. Kudos to those athletes. Best of luck at the next level with the, with the books and on the field. All right, let's get into some state wrestling tournament results. Like I said, kind of hard to believe we're already at this time of the year where we're wrapping up winter sports. I think I got a sunburn the other day. The spring's coming on quick. Sun's been out. So I guess it is that time. It's just, you know, the holidays fly by. We have that little little break. And then all of a sudden, we're talking winter sports postseason action. So we'll start out with Class A wrestling. It was a big time for Columbia Falls, who took home the state championship at the Class A level. Big time for them. Our Fritz neighbor was out in Billings covering the action. So this one is from Fritz neighbor. The Matt Cat's time is right now. This was in the Daily Interlake last Sunday. You can go pick that one up, and it's also online at thedailyinterlake.com. Like I said, Fritz Neighbor was at the tournament billing, so this is his recap of the Class A action. It's been a long time since a Northwest Montana team has captured a State A wrestling crown, and even longer for the Columbia Falls Wildcats. Justin Windauer figured the time was now. I've known it all along, said Windauer, who, who picked up the 160-pound title, his second at first Interstate Arena Saturday. We had the talent last year, but all those injuries held us back. I knew we'd have the talent again this year, and it showed on the mat this weekend. While Windauer was the lone individual champion, the Matt Cats piled up points. 201 in all, to 152 for Miles City and 146 for Laurel, the five-time defending champion. Sydney was fourth with 144.5. 10 Matt Cats plays pushing Columbia Falls to its first wrestling title since 1990 and third overall. It's the first time a Northwest team has won since Polson went back-to-back -back in 1995-1996 at the Class A level. So, two Columbia Falls wrestlers lost in the finals, Tyler Gilfrey and Chris Rathjen. But Windauer, the 138-pound champion a year ago, who moved up to 160, he was kind of replaced by his teammates who came in and won here. Oh, this was at 152, excuse me. I thought it was at 130. I'm like, wow, they had another... Right back in it. Anyways, Blaze Kronk beat teammate Josiah Kilman in the 152 third place match. By the way, partly to help the Matt Cats score points or some bonus points that they rolled, that turned out they didn't necessarily need. But that being said, Windauer, he rolled on the day. He had three pins, and his last match was his toughest. It came down to the last 15 seconds. He scored a takedown to notch that win. 
notch the state tournament and help Columbia Falls seal the deal as state champions. So overall, awesome stuff from Columbia Falls. Wendower was driving force, but overall as a team, a few names mentioned in the article here who had strong performances, Trey Fainer, Rowdy Crump, Brandon Roll, and then third place finishers, excuse me, fifth place finisher, Matthew Risk, Resk, Winslow Peters, Billy Gustafin, and Blake Horner. So they had, a, it was a full team effort from the Wildcats. Wanted to shout out those names, give them their credit. Congratulations to Columbia Falls on pulling in the state championship. First one in quite some time. Love to see it. Hard to believe that, yeah, that was 30, 33 years ago, I believe, since they won one. So that is awesome. Or in 92 here, sometimes I forget. I'm like, was that 33 years ago? Am I that old? But hey, that's the reality of the situation. So congratulations to Columbia Falls. Also having a big weekend out at the tournament was Libby's Jace DeShazer, who capped off his second straight title in impressive fashion with a pin just 53 seconds into the 205 final. It was the junior's fourth win by fall in the weekend. All three of his matches ended in under a minute. So strong showing from the Northwest Montana wrestling scene in the Class A level. Congratulations to Columbia Falls, Windauer, and to Libby's Jace DeShazer on another title. Let's move on to Class AA. The Brave Brawlers settle for silver, and the Bravettes settle for bronze by Fritz Neighbor of the Daily Interlake. With their sights set on three straight titles, the Flathead Boys and Girls wrestling teams have a right to be disappointed with just a place, the Brave Brawlers and the Bravettes. They can also be proud since it took a Herculean effort on the part of Billings West to win the boys' title and a breakthrough weekend for the Billings Senior Girls to win after two straight runner-up finishes. So, regardless if maybe they didn't take home the championship, great effort from Flathead this year. You're still at the top of the state. Top three boys and girls working hard. They've established themselves as a premier wrestling program. There's no denying about that. Let's get back to the recap from Fritz here. The drama came in the state double-A boys race where West and Flathead entered the championship round tied with 207 points each. West had four finalists, all at lower weights. Flathead had Anders Thompson at 170 and Noah Pound, Hohatton at 182 and Sawyer Troop at 205. As for the Bears, the thing is, they had some success with Mikhail Gayu and Zach Morse picking up decisions at 103 and 113, and the Kean Hernandez joined Morse as a repeat champion at 120. So, West, their guys showed up when they needed to. They took home the crown. This is what Flathead head coach Jeff Thompson had to say on the day. Today just wasn't our day. I don't think you can judge a team on one tournament. We had such a great year, such a great season. Just today wasn't our day, and I feel the pain for all these wrestlers that put in so much hard work and dedication to their craft. It just didn't work out. The tournament did see the 39th and 40th four-time winners crowned in state history with Tegan Vasquez of Glacier and Avery Allen of Bozeman becoming four-time state champions. As for the Braves, they did have one individual champion on the day with Noah Pohat taking home the state title at 182 pounds. After a 9-7 decision over Great Falls, CMR's A.J. LaFerge, Pohat had this to save his championship. When those team goals fall, it sucks, but you still have to worry about yourself. It's an individual sport. After I saw we couldn't catch Billings West, I just had to focus on my match. Jeff Thompson said this about Pohat on the day. He's been knocking on the door. I'm so excited to see him reach a goal. He's a man of few words, but you could just see that emotion, that happiness. I'm super excited to have the opportunity to coach him in high school. Congratulations to Noah Pohatton and Flathead's wrestling team. Like I said, overall, strong performance from them. Yeah, you come up a little bit short of your goal of a third straight state title. It's special to even have that opportunity, to have the opportunity at third straight title. Whether 
you're trying to win your third straight Super Bowl or your third straight NBA title, your third straight state title. It doesn't matter. It is so hard to have that target on your back. You won the first time. That second one is extremely hard because now people know you're the real deal. That third one, every single team's gunning for you. They know who the top dog is. Flathead came out with the target on their back early. They said early on, we want to win that third straight. It was tough. Overall, though, great season by the Braves. And like I said, they've established themselves as one of the premier wrestling programs in the state. Now, as for the girls' side, the Bravettes finished third and the Pack finished fifth. Flathead's girls lost a bunch of momentum Friday night. This one's from Fritz Neighbor as well. Like I said, he was out at the tournament covering the action. Shout out to Fritz for making the trek out to Billings and taking it all in for us. So this one's by Fritz Neighbor in the Daily Interleague. Flathead's girls lost a bunch of momentum Friday night, qualifying no semifinalists, just three Bravettes plays. But still, Flathead had piled up the points, but Billing Sr. was far ahead with 202 and Pew at 156. Overall, Flathead's head coach Amber Downey was pleased with the effort, if not the result. She singled out Autumn Thompson, Brindley Yusu, and Sky Schellenberdine for their efforts. She was down in her match and looking at me and looking at me with the look of, I don't know if we can do this, and she pulled it out in the third down instead of Shelmerdine. We're super happy with how she finished. We would love to see a few more wins on day two, but sometimes that's just how the tide goes. Well said, coach. Well said. So Ronan did get a state championship title from Terzi Two Teeth. Or, excuse me, yeah. He had a state title from heavyweight Terzi Two Teeth and at fourth as a team. So Ronan had a good day at the state tournament as well. Glacier was next with 114.5 points behind Ronan. So, strong showing from Northwest Montana at the tourney here. Meanwhile, Kara Cole is a Canadian transfer who became eligible for Glacier right before the divisional, scored three pins ahead of a technical fall at the 114 level and went on to win the tournament. So, awesome stuff from the freshman transfer. Here's a quote from Glacier head coach Ross Dankers. Just incredible how dominant she was this weekend for a freshman to step in halfway through the season and do what she has. It's impressive. All right. So, that was a lot of wrestling to take in. I kind of... It's hard to wrap your head around it. It's such a action-packed sport. You know, you, you, it'd be great to take it all in in person, but we can't, so we got to live through Fritz and his recaps. Thank you, Fritz. Awesome stuff. Let's move into a little local, local head coaching news on the soccer ranks. So, Glacier made a big hire. This one's by the Daily Interlakes' Katie Brown. And this article was condensed for the show, but make sure to check out the full read on the dailyinterlake.com. Shout out again to all our wrestling state champions and everyone for their success and hard work throughout the season. So, Glacier hired Doug Mello as their girls soccer coach. Coach Mello officially retired from Carroll College in December 2022 after nine years at the helm and immediately began looking to land a new coaching home near his new home in Eureka. That was always the plan. Quote, after 45 years, I made the choice at the end of this season that I'm going to retire, but not from soccer, from the collegiate game, Mello said. I hoped that I would latch on with the club or find something that was compelling and would keep me in the game. He got a tip that Glacier High was searching for a girls head coach, so he applied for the position, and the rest is history. Glacier Athletic Director Mark Dennehy announced the hiring of Mello in an email Tuesday. Quote, Doug brings a wealth of experiences to the position as well as a passion for soccer that is infectious. So, very excited about the hire. As for his experience with Carroll, he went 64-71-10 as the head coach. They, they qualified multiple times for the collegiate conference playoffs, reached the semifinals multiple times. He's been coaching since 1978, 
started at the age of 20, making him the youngest ever head coach at the college level, which is pretty remarkable in itself. So shout out to Coach Mello, a man with a lot of experience. So with him, he brings over 1,000 matches coached and over 400 men's wins and over 275 women's wins. So overall, a coach with a lot of experience is coming to Kalispell Glacier. Great get for the school. Great get for the community. Somebody who's going to, you know, they're going to have that experience to work with these young men and women and bring them the coaching experience you need to be successful in high school as a student athlete and at the next level because he's been there, he's seen what it takes, and he can pass that knowledge along. So awesome stuff from uh, Katie Brown at Daily Interlake for reporting that. Awesome stuff for Coach Mello and Glacier. Excited to see their journey. So let's wrap up, wrap up the prep basketball scores, then we'll get into our basketball games of the week. Friday, on the girls' side, we had Helena pick up a 43-31 win over Glacier at the Wolf Den. Whitefish beat Libby 40-28. And for the boys, Glacier won on the road 56-46 versus Helena High. Noah Dowler had 22 for the Wolfpack. And Helena Capital won at home versus Flathead 60-27. On Saturday, Capital won 58-23 over the Glacier girls. This is also on the girls' side. Polson won 43-41 over Ronan. And Haver handed Browning their first loss of the season. The Browning girls were previously undefeated. They lost 60-57 to to Haver. So, a tough loss. But sometimes you learn from those losses almost more than a win late in the season when you're an undefeated kind of team who's been a powerhouse. You can go learn a couple things. Reconfigure from your mistakes. And next thing you know, those mistakes turns into positive. So, you know, Brownie will have an opportunity to learn from it. You know, it's inevitable. You're probably going to lose a game. It's tough to go undefeated, but shout out to Browning. They've been a force on the girls' side all year long. As for the boys, Helena High beat Flathead 82-66 in Helena, and the Capital Bruins beat Glacier 54-47. So the Helena schools pulled off a sweep on the boys' side over the Kalispell schools. Jam-packed time in the Northwest Montana sports scene. Gotta love it. Thank you to everybody rocking with us here on the Interlake Sports Now. It's been a jam-packed time. I know a lot to take in with all the prep sports action, but got to honor these local athletes for all their hard work and accomplishments. Like I said, in and out of the classrooms, love to see it. So we're going to get into our games of the week, and then we got some more fun stuff we'll dive into. So let's dive into our basketball games of the week. Coming up soon is going to be basketball playoffs, so get ready. It's only going to get better. All right. The Flathead Bravettes, Friday night, picked up a hard-fought 47-42 win over Helena Capital. I was at this one. Back-and-forth battle all game long. Jada Clarkson of Capital had 25 points all, all game long. It felt like Capital had it rolling. They were balling out. Then all of a sudden, Flathead really found their flow, took over late, and came up clutch for the win. Akila Kubi had 14 to leave the Bravettes, and Maddie Moy hit two three-pointers on her way to 13. Boy, who has battled back from a knee injury this year, had a major impact rebounding the ball. Here's a quote from Flathead coach Sam Tudor on Moy's effort. Natty Moy rebounding was a big difference maker for us tonight and just kind of finding her feet back on the court again. It's been good to see her really find herself on the court. I'm really happy for her. The score was tied 11-11 through one quarter, and early in the second, the Brave Vets went on a 13-7 run to make things 24-18 with less than three minutes in the half. That's when Jada Clarkson, who I mentioned before, scored seven straight unanswered points over the final 225 of the second quarter to give Capital a 27-24 lead. All of a sudden, after half, Capital, they, they led the first 7.30 of the third quarter. Then, 
As time's running down in the quarter, flathead Cecilia Vandebosch found Moy for a three-pointer to make it 33-33. From there, Kendi Moore really made her stamp on the game. It was a back-and-forth battle, but late, Kendi Moore really made an impact felt by drawing a charge, making a shot in the paint, and then downing two free throws with 51 seconds left to play. That is kind of what put Bravettes over the top late. Moore finished with 12 points to round out three scores and double digits for Flathead. Cecilia Vandenbosch also had multiple clutch plays for the Bravettes, had a big offensive rebound, and, a, and also made a free throw late. So it was a total team effort. Overall, though, one of those games where in person watching it, you have no idea who was going to win, and Flathead just kept fighting back, never really gave up, and regardless of the score, it felt like they were always in it, and at the end, they took care of business. As for Saturday, we had our the cat-dog rivalry. We had Whitefish and Columbia Falls squaring off in Columbia Falls. The Wildcats took care of business with a 74-47 win over Whitefish. I was at this one as well. This was on the boys' side. Absolutely scrappy game. The Whitefish Bulldogs, they made things tough early on Columbia Falls. It felt like a close game. But late, the Wildcats put it together. They upped their press defense. They really turned up the tempo, and they did their thing. Here's a quote from Wildcats head coach Chris Finberg on this game and why it had a little extra meaning. First time since 2015 that we're conference champs, and hopefully we can build off that and make it to the state for the first time since 2015 as well. So big win for Columbia Falls. Took home their Northwest A title with that one. Wildcats guard Allen Anderson finished with 19 on the game. He hit three three-pointers on the night. Hunter Goodman was a force around the basket with 14, consistently making plays around the rim. Things were tied early in this one, I will say. It was 15-15 heading into the second quarter. Mason Kelch of Whitefish drained a buzzer beater. Heading into that second quarter, all of a sudden, you're like, this is a ball game. Whitefish kept it close. It was 35-29 to heading into the break. And all of a sudden... Columbia Falls really pulled away. Finberg, Coach Columbia Falls, Finberg did really credit Whitefish for their effort, though. I thought it was, I thought in the first half, Whitefish did a good job of breaking us down on the dribble, getting in the key and getting a lot of points either by layup or free throw. The second half, we were able to take that away and force them to shoot from the outside a little bit. Once we were able to contain their penetration, take away shots in the key, then we were able to get in transition, and that's where we thrive. That is really where the Wildcats thrived in this one. As soon as they started getting out on the break, turning up the tempo, they were the ones who said go. Had an old basketball coach teach me that. Sometimes you just got to be the one to say go. It goes a long way. And they were the ones saying go, making the first step, making the first move. So big win for the Wildcats. They took home that conference title. They beat their rival and overall just a big team effort. Finberg did have this to say of the rivalry. Fun rivalry, good crowd. It was a physical game and a good game to coach and watch. So overall... Fun stuff. Kudos to both teams for the effort because despite the score, Whitefish played hard till the final whistle. They left it all on the line, no doubt. As for the Lady Wildcats and the Lady Bulldogs, I had to split out a little early. I couldn't stick around for this one. Unfortunately, I wanted to, but had to make paper. But Hope McAtee stuffed the stat sheet in this one for the Wildcats as they won 70 to 33. McAtee finished with 15 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 7 seals. Those are like Jokic or LeBron type triple-double numbers. All right, I'm dropping the gun there. But, I mean, really, those are quadruple number, quadruple double type of numbers. Big game for McAtee and the Wildcats. They had 11 total players score on the day, so it was just a full-blown team effort for Columbia Falls. As for Whitefish, Bailey Smith was a bright spot. 
17 points, and Drew Perry chipped in 11. So overall, cat-dog basketball was a success as usual. Like I said, regardless of score, shout-out to the athletes from both teams for leaving it all on the court, leaving their hearts on the line, playing tough. That's what it's all about. So before we move along to our prep players of the week, let's get to a quick word from our friends at Nomad. At Nomad, the key to our success has always been the amazing talent and experience of our team. Based in one of the most beautiful places on earth, our Kalispell, Montana headquarters is home to some of the most skilled engineers, integrators, software developers, welders, electricians, carpenters, mechanics, and professional staff in the market. Our team is dedicated to working collaboratively with our valued clients to ensure success in every mission. Join our team. Check out our careers page at nomadgcs.com slash careers to view current job openings and to submit an application. Reminder, go check out that nomadgcs.com slash careers. And reminder, you can check out all the full prep recaps, all the recaps of last week's games on the dailyinterlake.com or pick up that Sunday edition of the Daily Interlake because there's a lot of prep sports action in there. All right, y'all. Let's dive in to our prep players of the week. Presented by Hagedone Media Group Montana. The team in Montana is here to help you grow. Our skilled team will assess your marketing goals and craft ROI-focused campaigns home to meet your business needs. Our integrated marketing solutions will help your people find you wherever they are looking, whether it's Google, YouTube, apps, or your local newspaper. Contact Anton at 406-758-4410 for more information. All right, let's get to those prep players of the week. Starting with Glacier Swimming Duo. Isaac Keim and Olivia Gibbons, these two both showed out at the Montana State swim, swim Meet this past weekend. Keim took home the state title in 50 and 100 on the boys' side, and Olivia Gibbons was a strong performer for the Wolfpack on the girls' side by earning the state championship in the 100. Overall, very impressive performance from the Wolfpack swim team at state. The boys came in second, the girls came in fourth, and Keim and Gibbons the two leading the way. Congratulations to both of them on their prep players of the week nod and their success at state. Awesome stuff. As for wrestling, we mentioned a few of these names, but we had to shout them out one more time. Columbia Falls wrestler Justin Windauer finished off a perfect season with a state title at 160 pounds and helped those Columbia Falls Matt Cats win their first state wrestling championship since 1990. Awesome stuff. Windauer, like I said, he had three pins on the day. He landed a clutch takedown in the final 15 seconds of his title match to seal the deal and win it all at 160 pounds. Heck of a run for Columbia Falls Athletics this year in general. Soccer team pulled in. State title back fall. Now we're in the winner. The wrestling team wins the title. Setting up for a big spring for the Wildcats. We'll see who's next. I'm, I'm kidding. No pressure. But awesome stuff. Congratulations to Windauer and the Wildcats. Next up, Glacial Wrestling, Tegan Vasquez became the 39th four-time state champion in the history of Montana wrestling. When you start adding up the numbers and how many wrestlers there are competing on a yearly basis, and only 39 and now 40. There was another member of this elusive club added this year after Vasquez did it. So, you have 40 people in the history of the state that have been four-time state champs. Congratulations to Vasquez. That is quite the accomplishment. As for Glacier, another wrestler earns the prep player of the week nod here. Kara Coles, the freshman transfer from Canada, took home a state title as a freshman. So, maybe somebody four years from now, we're talking about becoming number 41 in that elusive club of wrestlers who have want to bid four-time state champions. That being said, major kudos also to Coles for overcoming the challenge of relocating and having to dial in as a freshman in a new place midway through the season. That takes a lot of 
mental stamina and focus and toughness. So major kudos. So wrestling, mentally tough sport. Can't say I'm not surprised, but I had to throw it in there. Awesome stuff. Flatheads, Noah Pohat rounds out our wrestlers on the prep players of the week list this time around. He picked up his first state title. He won it at 182 pounds. And like I said earlier, the Brave Brawlers may have come up a bit short in winning that third straight state title, but it does not take away from their accomplishments as a program. And the greatness of Powhatan this year represents that perfectly because they're always going to have guys in it. They're always going to have guys or girls competing at the top level. Shout out to Noah Powhatan for taking home that crown at 182, despite maybe not winning the state title as a team have a lot to be proud of for being the individual champion in your weight class. So kudos to Noah Pohat. Last up on our prep players of the week and what has been a jam-packed show of prep sports action. We probably could have picked 100 different prep athletes this week. So I just want to say, before we dive into our last athlete, kudos to all of our local athletes who are competing across the board, whether it's basketball, wrestling, swimming, well-deserved, Thank you for your time, your effort, and like I said, the time it takes to balance being a student-athlete at the top level because it is not easy to balance the classroom and the athletics. So major kudos. Everybody deserves credit regardless of if their name's called on the list or not. These athletes really just, you know, had some accomplishments that had to throw in that extra little bit of recognition, I guess. So our last prep player of the week is Columbia Falls Hooper Hope McAtee for her 15.7 rebounds, 7 assists, Seven steal performance I mentioned earlier against Whitefish. Yeah, it's nice you beat your rival in the cat-dog game, but you almost have a quadruple-double. The win's important. It's a team ball game. That's the most important thing. But sometimes you got to look back and have those games. You go, that was just a little different. Something special happened. Sometimes you just get in that zone, and it just clicks because quadruple-double type of game, regardless if she didn't quite hit 10 points, or excuse me, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 steals, to be in the conversation is not easy. So credit to Hope McAtee in the win. Just an absolute stat stuff and type of performance that makes you think of the type of players who really have the biggest impact on a basketball game across all levels. Because when you can do it all, you're so like the ultimate Swiss Army knife for your team. It goes such a long way. So those were your prep players of the week presented by Hagadome Media Group Montana. The team of Montana is here to help you grow. Our skilled team will assess your marketing goals and craft ROI-focused campaigns home to meet your business needs. Our integrated marketing solutions will help your people find you wherever they're looking, whether it's Google, YouTube, apps, or your local newspaper. Contact Anton at 406-758-4410 for more information. That's 406-758-4410 for more information. All right, y'all. What a time to be a prep sports fan in Northwest Montana or involved in prep sports in Northwest Montana. I mean, just jam-packed right now. Thank you, everyone, for checking out the show. Before we wrap this thing up, I do want to give a special thanks to Hagadome Media Group Montana for their support and remind everyone listening that this episode was brought to you by Nomad. Flatheads, the Flatheads, best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of the local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Nomad has worked with NASA and various branches of the United States military. So you know Nomad is a name you can trust with your manufacturing needs. For more info, visit nomadgcs.com. I repeat, nomadgcs.com. 
That'll do it for today. Thanks again to the Flyheads Best Manufacturer, Nomad. Thanks again to Hagadome Media Group, Montana. And thanks again to you for checking out the show. Next week, we'll be back with that Big Sky Basketball Talk. Some more prep hoops action. Fun stuff, y'all. I need a glass of water. Have a good one. That one was jam-packed. Thanks.